This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number 11. your best marriage and an excellent relationship with your kids and you want to win with money, you're in the right place. Thanks for listening today. Happy New Year, everyone. 2017, a new year full of opportunity. This will be the year that you make your dreams become a reality. On the last episode, I shared my goals for 2017. One of those goals was to run a marathon. I'm happy to report that I've officially signed up for the Detroit Marathon. First step down. Now I just need to wait for that snow to melt in Michigan so I can start running. Until then, I'll be listening to Tony Horton's grandpa-style jokes on P90X for my indoor exercise. He is pretty funny, though. To help you start your year off on the right foot, I have invited El Martinez to chat about how to work with your spouse on making your finances a priority in the new year. L is the founder of Couple Money, which specializes in solutions for married couples to help build their wealth together. Elle's advice comes from her very real experience being married, running a business, and raising two small kids. Over the past few years, she's also interviewed dozens of couples who are winning with money. If you're interested in becoming wealthy and want to get your spouse on board, Elle has some priceless advice for you today. Okay, let's jump into the conversation with El Martinez. How's it going, El? It's going well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, El, could you uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, as you said, my name is El Martinez. I am the creator and host behind Couple Money, which originally started as a website uh, focused about helping uh, spouses build up their marriage and wealth together. And then about two years ago, I started a podcast uh, covering the same topics, basically doing interviews with couples that have been through something, either getting out of six figures of debt, retiring early, starting a family, business, both, and then bringing in financial experts for tips, insights on uh, the best way to build up wealth uh, together as a team. Excellent. Um, So... What made you want to get into the site and the podcast in the beginning? How did it all start? Well, I think it's kind of like many people in the personal finance field, uh, per, uh, my own personal need. Um, my husband and I, we're doing pretty well. We uh, were improving our finances. So I was already kind of into reading other blogs. And I saw some great sites, but I didn't see anything that addressed those sticky situations being married. Uh, You know, money is either the number one or two stressor with spouses. So I thought, you know what, why don't I start a resource uh, where we can have those discussions? Because I love talking about the financial stuff. And I also want to talk about those conversations you have, like having the first money talk. Or what if you guys aren't on the same page of what you want to do? How do you get there? How do you create a budget that reflects uh, both your personalities and respects both of your styles. So 
what is the best way to approach the the spouse that maybe is reluctant to dive into making some change in the personal finance uh, world of uh, of the marriage? Well, I knew when I first started writing um, in my head, I thought the logical thing with couples is they need to get rip the bandaid off and they need to see their numbers. And that's how you will convince them through common sense, hey, we're in debt or we're spending too much. And obviously, most people reasonable would work. I've learned from personal experience, (laughs) as well as from others that it's actually better to start getting on the same page by having conversations about what you guys want to do together. Uh, I call it finding your why, or what are your dreams, your goals. And then once you guys know what you want to do with your money, because sometimes we're so vague, We'll go, we'll go, well, you know, obviously I want to take care of the kids. If you have kids, I want to I have enough for retirement and go on vacations. And those are good goals, but they're not specific enough that you guys can be far apart on how to execute that. So if you can very um, concretely like talk about, okay, what, what does retirement mean to you? Because some people – it's kind of uh, more financial independence where they can work for themselves. Others don't mind working decades because they love their career and they could retire age 65 or whatever. But once you nail down what you want to do with your money and why, I think it's a lot easier to figure out the how, you know. Um, and I, I like talking about living on uh, one income and having fun with a second. Um, so that's kind of how I, I found to be the most well, how about this? The least stressful way to approach money. Well, I like that a lot. And it's I think that's the exact opposite way that I approached my wife originally when we were starting this uh, money conversation. Sometimes I just, I read books or, or listen to podcasts or follow people and I said, that's what I want to do. And then uh, I don't actually check to see if my wife's interested uh, in that. So I just go and I say, hey, honey, I read this book and we're going to be rich, um, but I need you to get rid of your car. Sound good? <laughs> <laughs> so your your version of talking about the big dreams or, or understanding, uh, you know, the motivation or your why uh, is probably a better route. So I think, uh, I think I'm going to take that advice. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, well, pick it up. I've, I've learned the hard way too. And really what it is, uh, Andy, it's about b- like building a map. And of course, with a map, if you're going to go anywhere, you need a starting point and you need like kind of a, a destination. And so when you're clear about your destination, it's a little easier because you're excited about where you want to go to kind of go over the numbers. And now there's so many tools out there that you can use to pull up your numbers. And and then once you know where you are financially now and where you want to go, you can at least start having conversations of how you're going to get there. So you, you, you just jumped into a little bit. So what, um, what tools do you use online to help you guys manage your, manage your money? I remember, uh, years ago we used mint, um, to help us kind of get out of debt. Um, it was very visually appealing. It's easy. I like how when we um, put a budget for like eating out, we would get a text alert if we got too close to it. Uh, now we use personal capital because we're kind of at the stage where we're focusing on uh, more investing. And one of the goals that we have in the next few years is that my husband has the option of working from home as well. Nice. So that's that's our focus right now. That is a big goal. That's very nice. That's excellent. So, what's what's the major difference between Mint and personal capital? Is it the uh, the investing portion of it that that Mint doesn't have, or I guess what are the pros and cons? Do you think? 
they, they're both great tools. So like my advice on, uh, on my site, my podcast is like, go what works for you. Um, I like personal capitals, um, approach like with investing. Cause you can do just like with men, break it down by transaction category, whatever you want. Um, you know, with the fees with investing, cause that's kind of right now where we are at the stage financially is we want to reduce that. So more of our money's going towards the investments versus fees. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, you said something a little earlier, um, which sounds like a lot of fun, uh, live on one income and have fun with the second. So tell me how you guys are trying to live that life or are living that life right now. So it started out of necessity. We got married and I was a junior in college and he was just out of college and he had his first job. And at that time I had an internship and it was a great internship, but like many college internships, you don't know if it's going to last past that semester. So we agreed that we were going to do all of our major bills and everything on one income. And then my income would be focused on getting out of debt or saving for a vacation or a personal fund. And I think that's like a great stress reliever and it kind of forces you to simplify your life. So you can take care of the essentials with one income um, because things happen. You know, you could do a great job, but things downsize or you could reach a point in your career where you need to make a leap into entrepreneurship or to another job and having your um, expenses low enough gives you more options. And I think like a lot of people now are less about, oh, I want to make the most money is I want to have more options, whether it's for personal or professional reasons. And I feel like living on one income is something reasonable that you can start working towards if you can't right now and then still having fun because you have to be balanced. Uh, Money is supposed to work for you uh, towards your goals, taking care of your loved ones, um, having a good time within reason. So you know how it is with the the web. How how do you summarize that in, you know, five, five words? And that's what I came up with. Cool. That makes sense. I mean, you, you made a good point. Time is the, is the new currency. You know, if, if people, you know, make hundreds of thousands of dollars, that's all well and good, but are they really enjoying the best life that they could? So no, I, I, I think you're, you guys are on the right track there for sure. What, what, what's the best advice that you've, that you've received uh, from guests that you've had on that uh, has really impacted your life? I will say, this is hard. <laughs> well, I, I'll say overall, one of the best things I've seen, um, is that the issue always comes up with, I'm really excited about this, but my spouse isn't on board, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of hurts you as a couple, y- you want to be excited about the same thing at the same time. And instead of lecturing, or, you know, I'm the type of person, hey, I got this spreadsheet, this would be excellent. This is a great idea, you know, or I bring in the highlights reel um, is lead by example. So like, for example, Tony was talking about, um, getting out of six figures of debt. And at that point in their marriage, she was like, she discovered Dave Ramsey and she was so gung ho about it. She was like, let's go gazelle intense. And her husband wanted to get out of debt, but he was like, the reality is we have two young kids and I don't want to live in rice and beans for, I it was like four years if they did a gazelle intense. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be another way where we can still enjoy the special time with the kids and still get out of debt. 
And so what she did is she went ahead and started making changes, you know, with her expenses, um, you working with him on the joint expenses. And then he saw the progress they were making and then he got on board. And I think that's powerful when you're in, not only enthusiastic, but you lead by example first. I think that makes an impact um, on a marriage. It's encouraging because you're not lecturing, you're not nagging. Um, and it's, it's just a lot easier as a couple to start having those conversations. And anytime you can have debt be the enemy and not each other, I think that's a win. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Well, that's that's great advice, and I completely um, relate to it, too, because there's lots of times where uh, I'm interested in something, and uh, sometimes just the words of, hey, let's do this, or I think it's a good idea, uh, don't necessarily bring people along or your spouse along. And um, when you're able to show it or um, show how it's making a major change in your life, whether it's health, finances, wealth, whatever, um, it can, it can make, a, a, make a big difference. So I appreciate that advice, absolutely. What, what advice would you have if somebody's just getting started their marriage uh, to start off on the right foot. For example, would you would you recommend people merge their finances? Should we keep them separate? What do you, what do you think? And I know you said it's personal, but what what's what is your recommendation? 
I think as a couple, you should at the very least have some goals that you're working towards together, which I feel having joint accounts, at least for those, um, would be a great thing. Personally, we have most of our money um, with joint, but we also have our fund money in individual accounts. Um, so I, I think you should have at least, you know, let's start off with savings. So I know everyone starts off at different places, um, different histories. First marriage might be their second marriage or so forth. Um, but I do think you should have at least some of your money joint because it forces those conversations. And if you do have separate accounts, you should also have money dates where you review all of the accounts and know each other's balances. I don't think there should be secrets. Excellent. No, that's that's great advice. My my wife and I get together once a month for our sort of monthly budgeting session. But um, mm-hmm. I've heard on your show a couple of couple of different couples say, "Hey, let's let's make it a weekly thing." And they also combine a little fun into it. Hey, let's get together and have a glass of wine and talk about. Um, uh, talk about what our goals are, dreams are, and and have some fun with it. So, I've oh yeah, I love money that. dates. Yes, I, and and it, your conversation does change. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to have that because we're just going to look at the numbers. Um, but when we started, we were, you know, we were looking at the spreadsheets. We were focused on making sure, okay, um, is everything getting paid? But as you go on, you realize that hey, our money's set up. So now we're just having conversations of how did we do last month or last week? Uh, what things are going to come up? Okay, so next month we're having a trip. Maybe we'll cut back on eating out uh, over here because I want to have some more money for this vacation. So the the content changes because it used to be like almost 80-20. We looked at the numbers and then we talked about what we wanted to do. And now it's uh, what do we want to do? And we just tweak our little financial system uh, in our banking accounts and transfers to reach those goals. So for those people who are maybe having this, just getting started right now and digging themselves out of their hole of debt, uh, be inspired because the conversations won't always be about the numbers. It's going to be about these exciting new dreams that are coming up in their lives. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan also of automating your finances where you can um, because it takes the tedious part out. And then you too can focus on the more important things. So for us, I would say, uh, well, since I write about personal finance, I probably still spend more time than a regular person, but like 20, 15, 20 minutes maybe each week. And that's me just making sure all the bills came through. Um, It doesn't take that much. And that gives you more time to have conversations as a couple. And if your parents have more time for your kids. What advice do you have for people to have the best life possible with regard to marriage and kids and money? The best thing that you can do is find a way to regularly communicate, um, whether it's about money, your goals, you know, with the kids and in a way that uh, respects both of you and your styles. You know, the way my husband approaches things is different than mine. You know, we might have the same goals, uh, but I I definitely say, oh, well, going this route is going to be it. And he's like, no, going this route is going to be it. Um, Just having those conversations. I think one of the worst things you can do in a marriage is avoid fights. And I don't think... And when I say fights, uh, I think a better word is arguments. Mm -hmm. Arguments don't necessarily have to be negative. This is where you grow. 
Um, and in marriage, you are always growing both as individuals and as a couple. And when you don't have those conversations and you're not checking in with each other, uh, things get harder. Um, so whether it's talking about oh, what you plan to do with the kids or what you guys want to do as a couple or your finances, have a regular check-in, have regular conversations because it does get easier and you will get better and more comfortable with it. Excellent. And uh, if you do have small children, just do your best to make those make separated time to, to keep that communication going because sometimes they take up a lot of it, as you know. <laughs> they, they do. They do. So some of our conversations are after they go to bed or, as I like to say, when we put them on the other side of the house and we pretend that they're asleep. There you go. Because they don't go to sleep. <laughs> yes, exactly. Whether you're in your room, I don't care if you're sleeping or reading or whatever, just be there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, Al, thanks so much for being on the show today. Uh, I personally love the work you're doing on Couple Money Podcast. It helps people become more educated, more confident with their finances. It's helped me personally. So thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate being on the show. Absolutely. So, Elle, where can people find you and learn more about you and how to uh, succeed in their marriage and money? Well, uh, they can go to couplemoney.com that has everything, my podcast, the blog. Uh, but if they just want to listen to the podcast, because I know everyone um, has their way of learning, it's couplemoneypodcast.com. Excellent. Well, well, thanks again, Elle. I hope you have a great day, and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Have a good time with the family today. I hope Elle's advice will help you start those difficult but important conversations with your spouse. And like she said... Sometimes it's better to lead by example. If you get all fired up about saving money or paying off debt and your spouse is kind of hesitant, don't let that stop you from making some changes in your daily actions. It is amazing what we can do when we become truly passionate about something we believe in. If you're looking for a lead by example opportunity, Elle and some partners of hers have developed an online summit called New Year, New You. The summit is five days of valuable training with leading personal finance experts that will help you start the new year off right. If you're interested in learning more, please go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 11 for a link to the summit, which will be in today's show notes. If you have a topic you'd like me to cover on this show, or you have a great story to share on Marriage, Kids, and Money, please shoot me an email at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. I would love to hear from you. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Henry Ford, because I'm a Motor City guy. Coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. Here's to a successful 2017 for you and your family. Carpe diem. <laughs>